My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. And we went to a wedding this past weekend for um, friends of ours, Richie and Chelsea. And it was a beautiful wedding. I got to tell you, it's been a while since I've been to a wedding. We don't get invited to weddings as much. When you get older, you don't get invited. Nobody gets married. And when they're getting married, they're having second weddings, you know, second marriages. So they're not quite as uh, elaborate. But anyway, it was, beautiful. It was gorgeous. On and a farm. So it got me thinking, like with the whole wedding thing, like someone, somehow it came up at, at this table of people that we were sitting with, like love languages. And like what your love language is, you know, have you ever investigated any of this? No. Well, I, actually, I know the answer to this because we talked about it on the way home with, our, I didn't, I didn't know what it with was. our Uber driver who was very into love languages. And so told you, you should have your own TED talk. She told me I should have a TED talk because I, she was single and I was telling her advice on the, these things that I've heard. Watch this great speaker on um, finding true love and how to find them. And it's not your job to fix. You're still people. looking. No, not me. I just happened to be listening to him, and that was the the sermon of the day. But anyway, in case you're wondering, my love languages are acts of service and words of affirmation. Because, you know, there's like five love languages, five official love languages. And what are they? They are um, quality time, which I'm, I'm kind of all of these are mine, but you have to pick the ones that are the most you. Quality time, physical touch. Acts of service, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts. But mine is like words of affirmation like, you know, I tell you all the time how much I love you. Oh, you're so cute. Look how cute you look today. So I like to hear those kinds of things back. You're doing a great job. Aren't you an amazing mother and wife? Okay, that'd be an example of like <laughs> words of affirmation. Acts of service would be yeah. me not having to, no, me not having to remind people to take the garbage down. Or helping me with a cat litter box. That's an act, act of service. Now, I'm sure some people have very large acts of service. I thought like an act of service would be giving your time to a nonprofit or something. No. no that's time, and we've already been over that, and that's not one of mine. This is helping me to help myself without having to ask. Why is this suddenly all about you? Why, why are the love languages These all about you? These are my love languages. Oh, okay. Okay. What, so what? This, is, this begs question. So on the way home, as we're driving in our lift with this lovely lady... I forgot what her love languages were because I had a little too much white wine. However, yours, it came out, as a matter of fact, were corn dogs and cheer wine. Okay. Which are not love languages. You to had, me, they are. You had never heard of this before in your no, life. No, I never heard of this. And, and, and I love cheer wine. I'm from North Carolina and I love a good corn. State Fair has the best corn dogs. And the way you do your corn dog is this you nuke it for about 30 seconds and then you put it in the toaster oven to get it. Crispy, crispy. Yeah. a little crispy, yeah. the outside crispy. Yeah. I thought she was going to drive. I thought she was going to drive off the road, which is a problem when she's your driver because she had never heard of such. She's like, "Did he just say his love language were corn dogs and cheer wine?" I said, "Yeah, he did." So, what does that mean in the big scheme of things? If I ply you with corn dogs and cheer state wine, fair. okay. If I ply you, give you corn dogs, state fair corn dogs and cheer wine, you will remain happy. I'm in. Till death do us part. And I will remember, Donna, to put your brake on outside of the nursing home. That'd be that'd be handy. When, when they stroll us out there every third Sunday. Point me to the sun. To get some some fresh air and look I know. at the put, Point me to the sun. Carmathesons? Chrysanthemums. Yeah, yeah, those things. Point me toward the sun. Okay. I might put your brake on. Depends. All right. Well, 
I think it's fascinating, the whole love language thing, you know, and there's love languages for children too. And people you work with. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, it's exciting stuff, let me tell you. All right, your hype song on the way here today. Uh, My hype song on the way here was, we do not have any Beyonce on the playlist. I feel like this is a huge oversight. has to be. (laughs) So I'm putting Queen B on there. And my song is um, Ring Off. And it's a great song. Here's the thing that I love about Beyonce. Like, she writes these crazy, almost like Motown bops, where you're just kind of like, you know what I mean? Some Mm -hmm. of her stuff sounds so old school Motown. And then you stop and listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh my gosh, did she really just go there? You know what I mean? Because you're just kind of bopping along. And then suddenly one day you kind of look at the lyrics and you're like, wait a minute, what did she just say? So the thing about Ring Off is um, it was from her, um, the, the project she did called Platinum Edition where she had a lot of her songs, you know, on there. And it was released in 2014. And then it was re-released on this um, platinum edition. But it was, um, it it they everyone has said it's her most personal, which I find hard to believe if you've listened to the Lemonade album. But this was one of her most personal songs, and it was written about her mom, Tina, and her dad, Matthew, and it was written from Beyonce's perspective about how her mom tried to do the right thing and hold the marriage together and keep it going and stay happy and you know, all this stuff. And then finally, one day, her mama Tina took a ring off. And from that point on, she became like a new woman. And Beyonce talks about how she kind of like Stella got her groove back. She got her groove back and she, um, you know, got her life going again. So it's a good song. Great song. And we don't have any Beyonce on there. All right. What was your song? Get down on it. Oh, I love that song. Get down on it. Cool in the game. Is that cool in the game? Get down on it. Um, Ronald Bell passed. Aww. He's left us. He was a co-founder of Cool in the Gang. He was Aww. Robert Cool Bell. His nickname was Cool, K-O-O-L, the namesake of the band. Celebration, Ladies Night, Jungle Boogie. Come on, how many Cool in the Gang songs have you fallen down to? Oh, my gosh, love in it. stretched parts that Get you didn't even know could it. be stretched. Get down on it. All so the people say. First time I ever won anything on the radio. I was a kid. I was 15 years old, probably. Raised outside of Charlotte. Born in Charlotte. Raised in Hickory, North Carolina. I won the entire Cool in the Gang catalog on vinyl. I mean, that's a lot. One weekend. And when they ask you, you know, when you're a contest winner and they Mm -hmm. want to exploit you on the radio, Mm -hmm. you know, which I did for my entire career. What radio station is number one for hit music and fun or something? Did you say the wrong one? Well, what I did, because I was such a radio geek, is I said WBTFM Charlotte. Which, okay, they were, they're were they B-108, dude, kid. We're B-108, okay? That's like their call letters, like a legal ID. WBTFM Charlotte. They're like, okay, who is this joker? <laughs> who is this kid? But like, I, I was such a geek about radio, I knew all the call letters. He's a little inside. Stations. So let's do that again. Let's try that again. This time say B-108. So who's number one for... Hit music and fun. B one oh eight. And I went gosh. my mama drove me to go pick it up at the radio station. Well, I'm sure they couldn't mail like a catalog. Can you imagine? It's probably eight, nine, ten records. Wow. And uh, I he remember scored. I remember that day looking from the reception area through the glass window and you could see the studio. Mm. I'm fifteen, sixteen years old. I'm obsessed with radio. And it was at that moment really that I was like, Oh my gosh. I want to do this. That's that's gotta be me. I'm going to do that one day. Who is Travis Scott? Who is this 
person that you're seeing everywhere right now. Your kids are talking about you're spending $6 at McDonald's three times a day for a quarter pound of cheese, some special barbecue sauce, which you know really is not special. You didn't even know he had a, a relationship with the Kardashians. I didn't know who he was. And so there's this endorsement, this partnership has been signed. with. It's Mc- a collab. It's a collaboration. That's what the kids call them now. It's, it's a collab. Okay, you don't so say partnership. Okay, there's a collab mm-hmm. with McDonald's, and he's a rapper, Travis Scott, who Correct. knocked one of the Kardashians up. Okay, they're together, Kylie, and they have Stormy. He's and awesome. He's actually really cool. He had a um, he did a documentary about his career. How long has he been around? Uh, forever. Travis Scott. Yes. So he's got his own combo at Club. McDonald's, but he's got his own combo meal, Donald. He's got his own number. Yeah. This last time it happened was 1992 when McDonald's collabed mm-hmm. with Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. So not many people get this kind of no. deal with McDonald's. See, I'm fascinated behind the art of the deal. Like, did he come to them? Is he does he eat at McDonald's a lot? Like, where did this come from? It's a quarter pounder with cheese, bacon, lettuce, pickles, ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce, and a Sprite because his favorite drink is Sprite. He's he crazy about Sprite. Sprite. Yeah, I love Sprite. So there's also a line of merch, which you cannot get your hands on to save your life. I checked before we came to the studio, and everything on the McDonald's uh, Travis Scott shop site is sold out. Everything from a uh, a chicken nugget body pillow. Oh my gosh, I would love to have one of those. To very simple t-shirts, to hoodies, to denim. He has jorts, denim mm-hmm. shorts. Travis Scott does with like the McDonald's logo and Cactus Jack. Who is Cactus Jack? That's his alter ego. Because you're supposed to say, you know I'm here when you go through the drive-thru. Okay, so they come on and they go, welcome hey, to- welcome <sighs> to McDonald's. Yeah, how can I help you? And so last night, you said something crazy. You're like... I said, I'm, you know why I'm here. But you're supposed to say it like, kind of like, you know why I'm here. You were like, you know you know why I'm here? It was kind of like a question mark. Like, we didn't really know why you were there. <laughs> you're supposed to say it like with like, you know why I'm here. Okay. Okay. So then you fire the song. Sicko mode. And it plays. Now, the, the McDonald's that we were at, and it was 8 o'clock on a weekend. It was Sunday night, 8 o'clock. The line is wrapped around this McDonald's twice. Yeah, it was crazy. And it's these kids that want this Travis Scott quarter pounder. And then you post your receipt online and you get cred. You get street cred. Yeah, because you scored one. Well, and they have, like the McDonald's employees have new uniforms. Like they have Travis Scott inspired uniforms. And I've seen on TikTok, which was saved today, by the way, by Oracle. TikTok's not going away. That's a conversation we're going to have here in a second. On TikTok, I see these employees. Because they got new uniforms promoting they, the Travis Scott deal. They can sell them for so four to $600 off I their know. back in the parking lot. I they know. Will, they won't even clock out. They will run out. I would imagine so. But, but you're probably going to make more money on your uniform than, than you would in three years of service. So just, yeah, sell it. Sitting on fire. fries oh for gosh. three years. It's crazy. Then we did not even pull around to get the meal. Yeah, you had a problem with that. I didn't have a problem with that. I felt pressure. Well, because the line was so long, and we actually didn't want the hamburger. We waited 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. I am embarrassed to say that I waited 30 minutes at McDonald's drive-thru well, to order a Travis Scott quarter pounder. It was Doesn't like a come social fries. experiment. There's a little bit of a, well, it's very much that. There'll be papers written about this whole thing, this collab. Collab. It's advertised as six bucks. That doesn't include your fries. And so it wound up being like $7 and some change or something for this combo with Travis Scott, who his net worth right now is $40 million. Yeah, he's rich. 
But he was rich I, I didn't before know who he was. This. I had no idea who he was. His dog could have mauled me at a dog park, and I would have had no idea who he was. Well, he was rich way before this collab, but it certainly added some coins into his pocket, into his jorts. <laughs> Which are sold out. Correct. You can't get into Travis Scott's jorts. Uh-uh. AM, uh, ACM Awards. Very week, excited. The Academy of Country Music Awards. A bonus podcast is going to hit your library this Saturday morning. It's going to automatically download when you subscribe, or if you already subscribe, to my second act. Okay? The ACM Awards were originally planned to air from Vegas. I'm sure it's probably the MGM Grand back in early April, I think. And because of the pandemic, they had to move them. And so it is, uh, if you're listening on Upload Day, thank you for that. Tuesday, September the 15th, the award show is tomorrow night on CBS. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Taylor Swift will return to a country award show for the first time in seven years. Last time she was on the uh, ACMs was 2013. And she, um, I think it was, oh, I know it was Tim McGraw, and I think it was Keith Urban, and I think she was the third wheel, and they did Highway Don't Care. Yeah. The show will start with all of the Entertainer of the Year nominees opening, doing some sort of big musical number. Don't know what it is at this point. Luke Bryan, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Thomas Wright, Carrie Underwood are your Entertainer of the Year nominees for the 55th Annual Academy of Country Music Awards tomorrow night, CBS. Yeah, I feel like they're getting much more play in this new world with COVID. We've talked about it, you know, on previous pods that the ACMs were always kind of the little sister, little brother to the CMAs. They were a little funkier. A little hipper. A little hipper. They were, yeah. Vegas. They were Vegasy. Had a little Vegas showgirl shine to it. Um, So I've said before, I have to wonder, you know, and there was no choice. They had to move them closer to the CMAs because of everything that's going on with the pandemic. But I have to think that the CMAs are like, you know. Get out of our backyard because they were always in Vegas. They were right, not. But there's a, there's a global pandemic. Donna. I know. I know. I think it's going to be interesting to see how it all goes down. And we will be here for all of the good news. All of the outfits, all of the sadness. I was hoping Luke Combs. Happiness. I was hoping that Luke Combs was going to do a new song. And I looked and he's actually doing uh, better together, which I think is his ninth number one hit in a row. Um, Luke did announce though, Luke Combs is, he's dropping a new song on Friday. So I was kind of hoping that he would perform that new song, which I've been told is called without you. And it's one of five new songs that, that he's written and he's going to release without you Friday at midnight. So you can buy it. You can download it, download. You hadn't heard this song before. So I was really hoping I'm not so sure that we're not going to see a change there. Hmm. Luke Combs would much rather perform his brand new song. And we've talked about award shows and how the producers of award shows want you to sing a hit. They don't want you to sing something an no one's song. heard. But when you are Luke Combs, you're I think Luke could do it. No question. And I think producers would be like, absolutely. I have not heard it in promos on CBS, though, on yeah. watching TV. But I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if some if if I don't know if they don't drop better together and he winds up performing this new song that's going to be released on Friday. We'll keep a watch on it. Um, I want to talk quickly about the presidential debates. And here's why. Joe Rogan, who was a podcaster on Spotify, threw out an offer Sunday night to Joe Biden and to Donald Trump that he would moderate a four hour debate with the two of them. OK, have we thrown that out? I mean, have you no. reached out? What? Would you like to put yes. that on the record? Joe Rogan says it's got to be four hours. 
There will be three people in the room, Joe Rogan, Donald Trump, Joe Biden. That's it. It will stream live so that no one can edit it and chop it up and all that kind of stuff. Trump this morning says, I'm in. I wonder if he's not going to back up on that, though. Like, I think he's in, but is he going to be in with those stipulations? Well, he said, I'm in. Well, he, yeah, he did to the Woodward book, too, and things have changed. But, I mean, I'm just saying, is he going to stick to that? Four hours is a long time. The debate, regardless of where or who gets, you know, whether or not Joe Rogan gets one, we'll see. But the debates are scheduled. The first is September 29th in Cleveland. October 15th is the second in Miami. October 22nd is the third in Nashville. It shows you the power of podcasting, too. Absolutely that, does. You know, Joe Rogan was a comedian and was a host of a reality show, was he not? Fear Factor. Yeah. And now is making $300 million a year. Is that the number? 300, about $300 million a year doing a podcast yeah. that he does every day. And you've told me, I, I haven't listened, but you told me it's long form. Like he'll, he'll, His podcast. Oh, some of them listen, are two-parters. If, if we really, I mean, if we go over 57 minutes, I'm tired. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's it's guest intensive. I mean, it's not it's not what we do by any means. Um he has a guest on all the time and you know there's been some crazy moments he's talked to elon musk and that's when you know elon decided to light up a joint i mean live on this podcast can you do that well he did and it, it cost him some problems but i mean the point what kind of, of problems well with the board and everything with the tesla board they thought he was a little unhinged but he he gets people to say things on the podcast that they would normally not talk about in interviews because if you're talking to someone for two hours you've gotten into a very comfortable space. They put their guard down. And he's very smart how he does it. He doesn't start out with a zinger. You know, it's it's all about conversation and getting them comfortable and being in the room. And next thing you know, they're saying See, something. that doesn't that, that used to happen with morning shows decades ago. Radio morning shows, not anymore because they're so guarded when they go into a studio. Yeah. And they're handlers and they're record reps and there are people and you're given talking points yeah. and you can't stray from the talking points. Um, podcasting is an entirely different world. You think back to the different stories that have broken on podcasts. Yeah. You know, I go back to Roseanne Barr. I think I maybe she's that example before the second, third, fourth, fifth time that she cracked up. She went on was it Joe Rogan. I think he that. gets most of the, the and ones. she said something, you know, that became the headline. You know, Joe Rogan is a brand as is his podcast. Well, Miley Cyrus just did one where she talked about falling off a dirt bike when she was little with Billy Ray Cyrus and you know, having a head injury and just crazy stuff. I mean, people kind of use it as their place to talk more about their life as opposed to their projects. And I think people have realized that sometimes when they're vulnerable and they tell those parts of their lives, it becomes really entertaining for people. So, yeah. Affordable, healthy, delicious, easy to prepare, and not just potatoes, not just pasta. You can have the chefs at Dinner Affair pair sides for you as a complete package with your dinners that you order, or you can buy them a la carte. Dinner Affair, always ready for changing family schedules. $30 off your first order when you use the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y, checkout. Free contactless delivery in Atlanta. Dinner Affair ships nationwide. There's no contract, and there's a money-back guarantee. Everything that you need, including a simple recipe card is included in your individual dinner menu changes every month choose from 15 different menu uh meals every single month at dinnerfair.com the ingredients that you need to prepare your dinner are all separated in bags so you can add what you want you can leave out what your kids don't 
Dinneraffair.com. Two to three easy steps. That's it. To get dinner on the table, 100% guaranteed. Dinner Affair dinners are tailored for all ages and all tastes. C-A-D-D-Y is the promo code for $30 off your first order. Always have a fresh home-cooked meal ready when you need it most. Dinneraffair.com. Dinneraffair.com. We salute small businesses. When you make a trip to a big box retailer for whatever your purchase may be, you're not going to get the level of customer satisfaction that you're going to get when you're able to see the people that own the business on the floor. They're working. They can make a deal for you. Yeah, they don't have to go talk to their boss. Run it up the 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 chain. flagpole and put you in some office and make you feel bad. And are you going to qualify for financing? And let us put it in the computer. And let me see what this person says. And, you know, and then after you've sat there for all of that time, then you go back over to another computer only to find out that your delivery is not going to happen for another month or two. That is not going to happen at Gallery. The person who makes the decision, um, both of them, Donna and Marilyn, are all the time on the floor. Ask for Donna. Yeah, and they're they're there to help you. Ask and for the Wolfman. They make the financing so easy, um, and they will deliver it. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Because if you go to one of these furniture big box retailers, it can be weeks until you get your stuff. Yes. It may not even be in stock. They have shipments arriving every single day of different stuff, yes. everything for your home, every simple whatever you need for your home. You're going to find it at Gallery Furniture on the showroom floor. You can grab it off the showroom floor, Donna. I've been up there before to see Donna rope. Uh, an arm chest and an armoire down in the back of a Ford Ranger pickup truck. Yeah, she's good at she it. She tie knots like a sailor in the Navy. She talks sometimes like a sailor in the Navy, too. Okay, well, she's not going to appreciate love, that. Oh, come on. I love Donna. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. Gallery Furniture. No Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. That is so sad. Governor, not Governor, uh, Cuomo, New York City Mayor de Blasio said that um, they just can't do it. Remember, remember July 4th, which is another huge Macy's celebration when they usually did the fireworks? Yeah. What they did this year was go into each of the five boroughs in New York, the and they did a Different, mini, smaller celebrations. Right. Uh, not going to be the case, though, but they've tried to salvage it as best they can. It's going to be virtual, I guess. I don't know, clips from the best years of the parade. It's very sad. Such a tradition. If you've ever been in New York during that time and you walk through Central Park and they're starting to stage all the... Um, bleachers where people sit and the balloons and stuff it's just magical you know and it's so synonymous with New York and and with Thanksgiving you know we watch that every single year with kids and it runs all day and you're like did this end is it starting again are we like did I miss Santa Claus yes Brett Eldridge is still singing what's going on here? when they always have the worst performances well, that's not true. Oh, it is. Well, they're well, I mean, lip syncing. Lip-sync. Yeah. Well, and they have like this And little, they can't hear the track. They have a little window. Well, and I always think it's funny when you watch it. Like, they would have like, um, we'll use Brett Eldridge, but they would have him on a float with like raisins, like dancing with raisins. You know what I mean? And it was like- Because the California Raisin Board bought in or bought something. Bought that float. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And it's like, why is Brett Eldridge dancing with raisins? Because he, he was told, if you yeah. want a slot- Dance with a raisin. And, yeah. and the the the- visibility that you get yes from doing the macy's thanksgiving day parade you're going to dance with some raisins well and i know we have or some one, gingerbread they're always a gingerbread, gingerbread. one of our big listeners is greg whitson um who coached the girls in softball but he also is um, very high up at macy's and i know from talking to him him and his daughters 
have been balloon holders before. And one of them, and I think he was like a, like, I don't know, like he was like a, a daisy or something dancing, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the thing. But um, they use um, employees from Macy's to hold the balloons, to be on the floats. And it is a very esteemed job. Like when they put it out, all the employees that want to do it. And I'm talking from all over the country. I think you have to get yourself there, obviously, if you want to do it. But um, the slots are given to Macy's employees first. And, like, everybody wants to do it at some point. And somebody, it may have been him that was telling me, I mean, these balloons are heavy. Like, you don't know what you're getting into, but when you think about walking that distance for the time of that parade, and, I mean, that is a huge job. You have to hold this balloon down. You know, you can't, like, scratch your nose. Like, you'd be like, hold my balloon for a minute. You know what I mean? Hold my balloon. (laughs) I'm going to walk over here and get me a Coke and a funnel cake. You know? (laughs) Snoopy'd be like, Halfway up to the heavens or something. Like, who was on who was on Snoopy's left paw? Kind of like Jack. He's over there. He's eating Getting a frozen cake. cherry coke. God almighty. <laughs> TikTok is safe. Well, you've told us that. It's good I'm, to know. Well, I'm excited about this. I mean, so you're not excited about this? I guess. Oh, Donna, this is you're the I watch now. Donna, you are obsessed with TikTok. I am, but I just these these videos that come up. I'm just like, what you and Olivia tell me about your FYP, which for if you're a, a new TikToker, page. that means the For You page. And basically, it's just the feed that has been your algorithm is curated yeah. for you. I don't even want to tell you my feed and what's going well, on. Let's talk about it. No, it's filthy. And I don't know why. Well, what are you searching I'm, for? I'm not. I haven't done this. And that's what I was asking you the other day. You're, you're always telling me, like, did you see the Navy submarine where the guy, you know, was, I'm like, I've got I'm these. I'm on farm talk. Military talk, um, animal talk. I've got these little boys dancing around in like <laughs> shorty, like basketball shorts. And then I've got large people, which there's nothing wrong with it, but trying to do different dances <laughs> and it's not going well. And then I've got like some famous people. Like I've got a lot of Jason Derulo. I've got this Addison Ray, who is, you know, she's like this TikTok star. I think and, she's the most followed. Char- yes. And Charlie... De Amelia, which this this Addison Ray TikToker, she almost broke the internet, broke TikTok because she wore this white shirt, like a man's shirt, but she wore it like a dress with a mm-hmm. belt and was doing this one dance. And now everybody's putting on that outfit and doing these dances. It's insane. She's got cast for some movie. It's insane. So you want to talk about a collaboration? Okay, Charlie De Emilio, who's one of she's a, that's a girl. Um, she's a she's probably the second most famous TikToker behind Addison Ray. She has a collab with Dunkin' Donuts, and she has a drink. And most of her followers are 13, 14 year old girls. They're not middle aged women like myself. So they're going through Dunkin' Donuts and they're ordering this Charlie De Emilio special. It has like seven shots of espresso in it, and these kids are going to school so hyped up and people are like what because the parents don't know what's in it they're not even like taking the time to figure out what's in this drink it's crazy it's crazy so olivia told me i have to research some stuff to recalibrate my for you page like i need to like recalibrate like to birds of prey or something i don't know that's what you want beavers okay i don't want that because i don't know what would then come up on my for you page i'm just telling you that's true um if you remember Maybe you don't, but President Trump had given till September 20th, I think was the deadline for TikTok to sell off their Chinese company. And so they've been spying on you for years, apparently, if you have TikTok on your phone. 
And so it was remember Microsoft was going to get it and they didn't. So it went to Oracle. And again, I'm seeing everywhere. Oracle will be TikTok's technology provider in the U.S. Don't know what that means. Um, two turned Tony is one that you need. The guy with the ducks. Oh, I, see, I, that's the thing. Tony. I would love to have animals, but I'm not getting that. I'm just, it's like I okay, get look, all these okay, pre-teens. Here is, here's farm talk right here. It's, 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 um, it, it's harvesting time in the Midwest. And so a lot of my feeds are just John Deere combines. What? Yes. And so here's one. Here's a dude going through an intersection in small town Midwest American and his entire load of hay falls over as he goes. See, I would love to see that. See? Why am I seeing these teenagers? It's hashtag hay hauling. Oh my gosh, I love it. Hay life, oh, hay season, I, I, farm 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 life is what you should say. I don't for. know what how but what I don't understand is how I got it's almost like they think I'm a fourteen year old girl. Because all I get are like these boys and girls in shorty shorts. And I want to, like, call their parents. I'm like, and everybody else in the comments is writing, you know, like, oh, I wonder if if you comment, if she'll comment back. In my comment, I'm like, put some clothes on, you know? So I'm surprised. The, the kids love those comments. I know. From, I'm, the, from, the from Karen's. Karen's. But I'm surprised I haven't gotten kicked off this For You page. But I just, I got to recalibrate. I don't, uh, I don't have an account. So whatever pops up just Well, me too. Happens. I just watch it. But I mean, I'm yeah. like. Well, I can't comment favorite i don't need to be doing that kind of stuff well me either but i mean well now i will comment if i think you need to put some clothes on or you you, nobody needs to be doing that dance you don't need to do that what's that one i don't want to talk about it you're going to hurt yourself number one yeah pull something Uh, yes so instagram launched reels r-e-e-l-s yes they're short term or short short term short form like a story but it's more of a video so youtube came out today and said we're launching youtube shorts which will also be 15 second short form videos that can have music and edits and stuff like that. Here's the thing. I'm glad I'm not an influencer because you would spend your entire life. Like nobody wants to know what I what I eat or what I do or what I wear. But these people who this is their livelihood. I mean, they have to stay up to date on all of these trends, how to use them, how to do them. How, you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. And they come out. There's something new every day. You don't talk about Chris Evans. Uh, yeah. I mean, can we do it without being like dirty, dirty? Chris Evans, Captain America, mm-hmm. posted a a nudie pic. It was Twitter, I think, mm-hmm. or Instagram. And he didn't trim the video. Mm-hmm. And so at the end. Well, what happened was all his, his of his photo pictures, roll grid his, yes, came up. up. Yes, exactly. And one had his pecker. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. So the question is this: Was mm. that Chris Evans? Evans's was that his camera role, or was it someone? Was it his camera? Was it not? Because sure as the world, um, do you want to take it from here? No, I don't. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Did you find it odd? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you find odd about it? Just all of it. <laughs> Just just all of it. Now, I will tell you, I spent a large amount of time Did you? trying to pull up the link because I just wanted to see, like, I, I didn't want to see that. Tana. But I wanted it's to Captain see. It's Captain America. It's Chris Evans. But I was kind you of like. You can say that you wanted to see his junk. Okay. I didn't. But I was kind of like, how was this? Was it like, I, I just didn't, I didn't know, like, in. I, I think it was, it, it appears to me that someone had tried to stage his penis. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't just a casual. Um, okay. Yeah. 
pick. Well, I don't know. But, I mean, he's getting a lot of attention. Because he's been dating. Well, it's been rumored to be dating somebody. Yeah. So I wonder if he didn't send it to her originally. You want to talk about the uh, funeral processions? Yes, I do want to talk about that. This is the South, you know? And that's a, We're going that's from a transition. Dick picks to funeral okay. processions. Okay, we need a hard edit there. Anyway, um, well, I think it's very rude that people, this is a Southern thing, that people do not pull over anymore for funeral processions. You know, I mean, in the South, when it's always been a thing, when a funeral procession is passing by that you pull over, mm-hmm. you know, you don't wave, you don't <laughs> honk your horn. Who's waving? Oh, I, people, you, you've seen someone wave. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't understand. I think that this generation, there are times when they think someone famous is coming through. Like it's instead of it being a funeral, is it like a, like dig- it's a motorcade? Yeah, a dignitary. For a rapper or a politician. Or Trump or who, whoever, a politician. They don't understand. Because I think it definitely, maybe I'm wrong. I want some of our pod listeners from other areas to chime in on this. I definitely think it's more of a Southern thing, don't you? That people pull over. So this Georgia deputy. Well, he's a, he's a, he's a uh, deputy in, in Coweta County. Yeah. Which so, is about 30 miles south of the airport, downtown Atlanta. So part of his job is, and he says he has the honor, which I think is so, what a great word to say, that he gets to escort funerals from the funeral home to the gravesite. And as he was saying, it is a common practice, and he says, in the South, for cars to pull over on the side of the road. And people are not doing that as much anymore. And he just thinks that it's like, not like a lost art, but it's something that people should be doing, that no matter what is going on in your life at that moment, you should have respect for the deceased. Deputy Conger, K-O-N-G-E-R, posted this message on his Facebook page. And he pointed out that people stop to show the sign of respect without knowing uh, the person who passed. You don't know their race. You don't know their religious beliefs. You don't know their political views. You know none of that. And his point was, gosh, it just makes. Why can't we all grasp onto this? If we could only show that same respect to the living, the world would be a much more pleasant place is how the deputy yeah. wrapped his Facebook post. Yeah. That it takes someone passing away for to people. To not worry about that kind of stuff. Exactly. For people to even hopefully show respect, not even knowing who the person is, you know. But here you walk through life and you know who all these people are that you're dealing with on a daily basis. And sometimes you don't even extend them the same courtesy, you know. Do you remember the first time or do you remember as a child when your grandparents or your parents would pull over? Oh, yeah. For a funeral? Yeah. Yeah. And just how it makes you feel. You know, when you're a kid. When, and you see the family. Yeah. And, and they're, they're grieving. and and Yeah. It's just, it's a very. Um, you're sharing a very personal moment with a complete stranger. With strangers. strangers. Well, it's also a very visual representation of how quickly life changes. I need to check my pager. I'm hearing emergency activity outside yeah. of the Apple Media Group. Are you and being called? I, I, may be, I may have been called to service as a law enforcement official mm. here in uh, Alfred, Georgia. Are you like, it's like a bat signal? No, I have a pager. A pager, a beeper, like a next telephone. I think Chief Robeson just found it in the closet somewhere. They from like just 1980. gave it to you. Yeah, just wear this Cadillac Jack. Well, you're like one of those little kids that like you know wants to be in like the police force, so they give you stuff just to make you feel like you're doing something. Is that it? I think so. really. Yeah. All right, Don. What else you got? <laughs> That's it. But I mean, it's not a bad thing. But they know you want to. 
it's almost like you want to be one step above. Like you're just kind of the reporter on the scene with the Caddy Wagon podcast. But you want to be more in the scene, you know. And that's why Richie's always like, stay in the car. They don't get, well, he doesn't say that. I'm not allowed to get out of the car, but he, he, I don't even have a safety vest. That's scary. I was directing traffic on 400 Northbound. Okay. The other day. I was three, it was dark. I was three lanes okay, in. That's not safe. I was in that center lane, two right center. All right. I'm going to buy you a vest. I'm it's kidding. not safe. I mean, I don't have We're safe. We're safe. There was a segment from the most recent episode of Caddy Wagon with Richie and Raider that dropped on Monday that was absolutely scratched that we're going to bring up in the final segment of this particular episode of my second act. And it involves a game, so you can play with yourself. Mm. I love a game. And who doesn't like to play with themselves? In so in your car as you're listening. Mm-hmm. So now you can get more for your Mondays. Every Monday during the month of September at the Hemp Pharmacy, Winward Parkway in Alpharetta, you buy one item, you get another for 50% off. That's every Monday during the month of September at the Hemp Pharmacy. Yes. So who doesn't want to extend your money right now? I mean... I love a good buy one, get one, get another 50% off. Everybody loves that anywhere you go. Um, and here's the thing. It will allow you to try some things that you that you may have kind of been like, eh, I don't want to spend that much money. So buy the item that you know you're going to buy and then use your 50% off on an item that you've kind of been thinking about, like maybe dog treats, maybe bath bombs, maybe lotions, maybe gummies, you know, that you're kind of like, oh, I don't want to try that yet because it may be a little bit more expensive or out of your budget range. This allows you to get a second item and give it a try. See if you like it. Um, we have had so, so, so many people reach out to us to thank yeah. us. If I'm honest, and I always am, or try to be, I have been blown away by the response. I truly have been with the hemp pharmacy and the number of people that are already aware of the benefits mm-hmm. of CBD products. Yeah. Are, are, I was, I'm serious. I have been so surprised. Yeah, I think it's great. And a lot of people have that that's a really important point not everyone is new to the kind of the cbd game but a lot of people are just so thankful now to have a nice reputable organic place to buy their product from that they you know i've had a couple of people tell me that they've kind of been buying it down the street at this kind of sketchy place that they really didn't want to go into and um, now that they're dealing with christy and richard that they feel great and that they're getting questions answered and they kind of feel like they have not a doctor, but someone who they can tell some things that are going on to and actually get relief as opposed to some kid that someone's hired to sit behind a counter who's listening to music while you walk in or playing a video game, you know. So it's a great opportunity to um, try it if you're new to it or if you have been using it to switch over to the hemp pharmacy because it is a great place. You'll find a bonus podcast in your library with Christian Richard. And if you... Um, you know, one of the first questions I ask Christy is, what are the biggest myths about CBD? And let's debunk them right now. And so if you have questions, this third 28 minutes, I think, a bonus podcast, check that out. And when you visit the stores right in front of the Home Depot, Winward Parkway in Alpharetta, the Hemp Pharmacy, visit the store and say, hey, you know what? I heard Caddy Donna talking about you. And you can get uh, a huge discount on your first purchase from the Hemp Pharmacy. I bet I had two dozen people reach out to me after that bonus podcast episode hit Saturday to yeah. say, I'm in. What's that big discount? Yeah. And it's uh, it's big. It's a big first purchase discount for you and a free edible. When you mention my name, no purchase necessary. Uh, American made third party lab tested locally owned and operated the hemp pharmacy. If you feel stiff and sore throughout your body as a result of injury suffered after an accident, the team of personal injury doctors with hurt nine one one 
can get you back on the path to living your best life. Call 1-800-HURT-911 now to speak with a personal injury doctor and a personal injury attorney in Atlanta. You do not have to live with accident injuries. They have an elite team of personal injury doctors and lawyers, and they're going to help you. Uh, it's, it's a twofold process here. They have clinics uh, all across Georgia. So they're going to help you if you've been injured in a car accident, get the medical treatment and the documentation that you need to then receive maximum compensation for your personal injury claims. The Hurt 911 Injury Group, 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number, 1-800-HURT-911, 1-800-HURT-911. That is the, did you use the word stupid? That's the, the, this is the craziest, most foolish game I've ever heard of in my life. Is that what you told me when I tried to do a dress rehearsal with you for this game that got, this entire segment got scratched from the Caddy Wagon podcast? I didn't say it was stupid. It just, I don't know. Here's what happened. It wasn't as much fun. There was a recent, um, there was a recent ride along where there was a felony suspect from Miami Broward County, Florida, who had pinged, his cell phone pinged at the Walmart in Alpharetta on Wimmer Parkway. Mm-hmm. And so there was a felony arrest out for him. So they're looking for him. I'm riding along with Richie and Canine Raider this particular night. Every 20 minutes, there are forced pings or ping updates on his GPS from his phone to all of the Alpharetta officers that are active, that are on patrol. That are looking for this guy. Right, actively looking for him. So they started to ping down off of, uh, if you're from Atlanta, you know, the North Point Mall area on North Point Parkway and Mansell and, and Hainsbridge are two cross streets, uh, major thoroughfares, all three of them, North Point, Haines, and Mansell. So it started to ping down near the P.F. Chang's. So we drive down to the P.F. Chang's, riding around the parking lot, looking for, uh, it was a man and a woman. And there was even a, a hotel up on top of the mountain, not the mountain, but the hill up there above P.F. Chang's. And I said to Richie, or I'm sure he said to me, we ought to run in. Not we, but you, mm-hmm. I should run in, meaning him. Poncho and Lefty. And drop off a, a picture of the suspect, which we had, and his name. And so Richie goes in and speaks with the, the general manager, the desk manager, whoever it may be. This is at night, and they don't have a record of his name. And I said, well, no crap. You know, who's, who's going to, who, what wanted felon is going to check, in, check into a hotel <laughs> using their real name and their real ID? Their wanted felon name. So I decided that I was going to play with Richie and his wife, Sergeant Chelsea Richie, on the last Monday's episode of, of Caddy Wagon. Um, like a, a game about hotel aliases. Okay. Okay. And I wanted to play with you. You just we'll just do one or two here real quick because you and I have some new ones that you that I did not. Maybe it was yeah. Maybe it was the ones you had. It just wasn't yeah. It wasn't getting me going here. All right, I'm ready. All right. I love a game. Forrest Gump checks in as comedian Harry Louder. Okay. Okay. Who who just checked into this hotel? Not Forrest Gump. Okay, I got it. Tom Hanks. Thank you, Don. Okay, I get okay. it. I'm with it. All right. Yay! Justin Bieber checks in as Chandler Bing, which is his favorite character from What's It Come? Friends. Okay. The Mr. of Mr. and Mrs. Smith checks into hotels as Bryce Piloff. Not Rice Piloff, but Bryce Piloff. That's Brad Pitt. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. All right. This terrorist's last name started with a K and ends with Ski. What? Okay, wait. Would that be like, so? It's not Ching Yong. The Unabomber. Oh, okay. Ted Kaczynski. Because oh. a cat. It was going to be celebrity hotel aliases, and then there was going to be a side hustle on pseudonyms. Mm, okay. okay. For instance, Billy the Kid, made famous by gun-toting outlaw William H. Bonney, 
and what country artist in 1991? Okay. Here we go. Um, it's the, There's a little bit to there. It's okay. Billy Dean was you made just fam- said You just said his name. Because I was thinking it's the guy that sings Let Them Be Little. He does do that, yeah. That is such a sad song. Let Them Be Little. Do you know how that goes? Do you remember it? Yeah, Lone Star did it too. Let Them Be Little. Yeah, it's a great song. Oh. One more. Okay. One more and then we'll wrap. We've got some pot peeps. George Salino Barnes, a gangster during the Prohibition era, had the same pseudonym as the current day rapper who was dating Megan Fox. Machine Gun Kelly. There you go, Donna. Now, I did not know he was a famous gangster. I only know Machine Gun Kelly is the rapper. Right, but this, there's yeah. a clue within the yeah. question. A clue within the clue. There, did you know that they were doing a movie? Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? No, he's not an actor. What's no, but do? they're doing some movie together because it just got shut down. It got, just got shut down because of COVID. Crazy. The pandemic. All right, a couple pod peeps for this episode. Brandon Ingalls is one. Brandon started a second act not too long ago, and that's what this podcast is all about. For 26 years, I was in terrestrial radio here in Atlanta. I worked at a country station, same station for my entire career. Final 12, 13 years, did morning drive from 5 to 10 a.m. So podcasting has become my second act. And um, Brandon has been working in uh, auto parts stores in Atlanta, got uh, let go right before Christmas, so he started driving full-time for Lyft and Uber. And that's what he does now. Says I have the best job in the world. Because he gets to meet so many different people. 2003, I got married to someone who turned out to be, um, well, let's just say things didn't go well. Hmm. He uses that C word. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Okay. <laughs> so, we were married for 10 years, had three kids. At the end of 2013, we got divorced. Then I reconnected with an ex of mine, the one that got away. Oh, I already love this story. Found out that she'd been married for 10 years and had three kids as well. So they're together now. There was somebody that came through our area the other day. It was over the weekend, I think, and stopped to look for Richard the Beaver. Oh, I love ben that Bishop. people want to make... Ben Bishop. I, I, I know Ben and Tug, my best friend, are, are connected somehow. I think Ben's kids play ball, play, travel ball. And so they were up in this area doing ball. And he went through the roundabout there. He knew exactly Richard what we were stays. talking about. Yes. Did he see him? No, he did not. Oh, he did not. But uh, thank you, Ben, for your support of the podcast. And there was another one, too. Well, thanks for looking for Richard, too. I think he's fine. I've had a couple people tell me they've seen him. Yeah, he gets very close to the road. I'm wondering if, as a service project, we should build some sort of fencing or something around there. For the beaver? Yeah. He gets very close to the road. All right. Let's think. Let's table that. Maybe bring that up with Mayor Gildon and City Councilman Ben Burnett. Okay. That'd be Milton, though, so we need to go to Mayor Joe Lockwood. Yes. Let's, let's table that, Don, to the ne- at, I, at least the next couple of episodes. I feel like they would be in for it. Hey, don't forget, you can't say to your smart speaker. <laughs> you can say to your smart speaker, yes. hey, Alexa, play Cadillac Jack, the most recent episode of my second act will play. Uh, on social media, let's connect at ATL Cadillac on Instagram, also on Twitter. And we have a small ask of you. Three things. If you are able, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Also, subscribe to Caddy Wagon with Officer Richie and Canine Raider. A new episode is up now. Also, Hustle with Don and Bill Rawlings. Uh, both available now at the same place you're listening to this podcast. Rate and leave five-star reviews to the pod and show our sponsors some love. We wouldn't be here without them. Dinneraffair.com. Dinneraffare.com. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. 1-800-HEART-911 and The Hemp Pharmacy. 
on Wimmer Parkway in front of Home Depot. That too. I'm the sales guy. I have I to make that. sure that yes. all this stuff's done, Donna. I have to sign affidavits and get notarized. Oh, my gosh. Sponsors. Okay. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is fresh off vacation. Yes. Also editor of our weekly e-letter, The Letter. Subscribe for free. Text left on red. Red is the color. R-E-D. No spaces. Left on red to the number 22828. Hit your email every Saturday morning around. 910, and that will include this Saturday morning the bonus episode following the Academy of Country Music Awards, which are Wednesday. Very exciting. The day after today, and that will be September the 16th. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.